O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Thursday, June 3rd. I want to draw your attention to a pick on the navigation menu on the Daily Audio Torah website. It is found under Our Projects and Partners. Select Torah House Global Prayer Network. This is a call to believers throughout the nations everywhere to take a place on the wall of prayer and to raise up a standard against the rising tide of evil and lawlessness that we see in our nations and in our culture. Let me share with you from their vision statement. The Torah House is an imaginary space where we meet each Arab Shabbat, Friday night, at 9 p.m. We all pray from our own location and in our own time zone. Together, we will enter into the virtual Torah House every Arab Shabbat, Friday night, at 9 p.m., your local time. His set-apart people will meet with Yeshua, in his Torah house. Community prayer is of tremendous value because as we pray of one heart, mind, and purpose, great power is released in the heavens. We begin our prayer time with a great shofar blast and enter Yahovah's courts with praise. We come against the relentless tide of evil that is swallowing up the nations. We ask our Father to establish his Torah in our city, our region, and our nation. Each month, there is a featured prayer theme for the month, so that together we can focus our prayers on the prayer theme for that month. The prayer theme for this month is Being Watchmen in Prayer Over the House of Israel. Interested? Go to thetorahouse.com to read the article with prayer points. Become a member, and the prayer theme will be emailed to you once a month. To learn more, go to thetorahouse.com and find out more. Join with others throughout the nations every Friday night at 9 p.m. your time, as together we raise up a symphony of prayer to Abba Father in seeking His face and crying out to Him for the remnant to return to the God of Israel and to Yeshua's great and glorious Torah. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give Pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. 
Today we continue the Torah portion, Shalak Leka, and it means send for yourself. Numbers 14, 31 to 45. Your children who you said would be carried off, these will I allow to enter in. They shall know the land that you have rejected. But your carcasses shall drop in this wilderness, while your children roam the wilderness for forty years, suffering for your faithlessness, until the last of your carcasses is down in the wilderness. You shall bear your punishment for forty years, corresponding to the number of days, forty days, that you scattered the land, a year for each day. Thus you shall know what it means to thwart me. I, Hashem, have spoken. Thus will I do to all that wicked band that is banded together against me. In this very wilderness they shall die to the last man. As for the men whom Moses sent to scout the land, those who came back and caused the whole community to mutter against him by spreading lies about the land, those who spread such lies about the land died of plague by the will of Hashem. Of those men who had gone to scout the land, only Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, survived. When Moses repeated these words to all the Israelites, the people were overcome by grief. Early next morning they set out toward the crest of the hill country, saying, We are prepared to go up to the place that Hashem has spoken of, for we were wrong. But Moses said, Why do you transgress Hashem's command? This will not succeed. Do not go up, lest you be routed by your enemies, for Hashem is not in your midst. For the Amalekites and the Canaanites will be there to face you, and you will fall by the sword, inasmuch as you have turned from following Hashem, and Hashem will not be with you. Yet, defiantly, they marched toward the crest of the hill country, though neither Hashem's ark nor Moses stirred from the camp. And the Amalekites and the Canaanites who dwelt in that hill country came down and dealt them a shattering blow at Hormah. Second Samuel 2014-21-22 Sheba had passed through all the tribes of Israel up to Abel of beth Mekah, and all the Berites assembled and followed him inside. Joab's men came and besieged him in Abel of beth Mekah. They threw up a siege mount against the city, and it stood against the rampart. All the troops with Joab were engaged in battering the wall, when a clever woman shouted from the city, Listen! Listen! Tell Joab to come over here so I can talk to him. He approached her, and the woman asked, Are you Joab? Yes, he answered, and she said to him, Listen to what your handmaid has to say. I'm listening, he replied. And she continued, In olden times people used to say, Let them inquire of Abel, and that was the end of the matter. I am one of those who seek the welfare of the faithful in Israel. But you seek to bring death upon a mother city in Israel. Why should you destroy Hashem's possession? 
Joab replied, Far be it, far be it from me to destroy or to ruin. Not at all, but a certain man from the hill country of Ephraim named Sheba son of Bichri has rebelled against King David. Just hand him alone over to us, and I will withdraw from the city. The woman assured Joab, His head shall be thrown over the wall to you. The woman came to all the people with her clever plan. They cut off the head of Sheba, son of Bichri, and threw it down to Joab. He then sounded the shofar. All the men dispersed to their homes, and Joab returned to the king in Jerusalem. Joab was a commander of the whole army of Israel. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, was commander of the Cherethites and the Pelethites. Adoram was in charge of forced labor. Jehoshaphat, son of Achilud, was recorder. Sheba was scribe, and Zadok and Evyartar were Kohanim. Ira the Yarite also served David as Kohen. There was a famine during the reign of David, year after year for three years. David inquired of Hashem, and Hashem replied, It is because of the blood guilt of Saul and his house, for he put some Gibbonites to death. The king summoned the Gibbonites and spoke to them. Now the Gibbonites were not of Israelite stock, but a remnant of the Amorites, to whom the Israelites had given an oath. And Saul had tried to wipe them out in his zeal for the people of Israel and Yehuda. David asked the Gibbonites, What shall I do for you? How shall I make expiation, so that you may bless Hashem's own people? The Givenites answered, And we have no claim for silver or gold against Saul and his household, and we have no claim on the life of any other man in Israel. And David responded, Whatever you say, I will do for you. Thereupon they said to the king, The man who massacred us and planned to exterminate us, so that we should not survive in all the territory of Israel, let seven of his male issue be handed over to us, and we will impale them before Hashem, in Giva of Saul, the chosen of Hashem. And the king replied, I will do so. The king spared Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, son of Saul, because of the oath before Hashem between the two, between David and Jonathan, son of Saul. Instead, the king took Armani and Mephibosheth, the two sons that Rizpah, daughter of Ea, bore to Saul, and the five sons that Merab, daughter of Saul, bore to Adriel, son of Barzillai, the Meholathite, and he handed them over to the Gibbonites. They impaled them on the mountain before Hashem. All seven of them perished at the same time. They were put to death in the first days of the harvest, the beginning of the barley harvest. Then Rizpah, daughter of Ayah, took sackcloth and spread it on a rock for herself, and she stayed there from the beginning of the harvest until rain from the sky fell on the bodies. She did not let the birds of the sky settle on them by day, or the wild beasts approach by night. David was told what Saul's concubine, Rizpah, daughter of Ai, had done. 
And David went and took the bones of Saul and of his son Jonathan from the citizens of Jabesh-Gilead, who had made off with them from the public square of Bethshan, where the Philistines had hung them up on the day the Philistines killed Saul at Gilboa. He brought up the bones of Saul and of his son Jonathan from there, and he gathered the bones of those who had been impaled. And they buried the bones of Saul and of his son Jonathan in Zelah, in the territory of Benjamin, in the tomb of his father, Kish. And when all that the king had commanded was done, Hashem responded to the plea of the land thereafter. Again war broke out between the Philistines and Israel, and David and the men with him went down and fought the Philistines. David grew weary, and Ishbanab tried to kill David. He was a descendant of Repha. His bronze spear weighed three hundred shekels, and he wore new armor. But Abishai, son of Zeruiah, came to his aid. He attacked the Philistine and killed him. It was then that David's men declared to him on oath, You shall not go with us into battle any more, lest you extinguish the lamp of Israel. After this, the fighting broke out again with the Philistines at Gob. That was when Sibachai the Hushathite killed Saph, the descendant of the Repha. Again there was fighting with the Philistines at Gob, and Elkanan, son of Jerori region, the Bethlehemite, killed Goliath the Gittite, whose spear had a shaft like a weaver's bar. Once again there was fighting at Gath, There was a giant of a man who had six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot, twenty-four in all. He too was descended from the Repha. When he taunted Israel, Jonathan, the son of David's brother, Shimei, killed him. Those four were descended from the Repha in Gath, and they fell by the hands of David and his men. Acts 1, 1-26 The former treatise have I, Luke, made, O Theophilus, of all that Yeshua began both to do and teach. Until the day in which he was taken up, after that he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commands unto the apostles whom he had chosen to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them for forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which, says he, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, 
and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, You men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Yeshua, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Then returned they to Jerusalem from the mount called Olives, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey. When they were come in, they went up into an upper room where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus and Simon Zelotes, and Judas the brother of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Yeshua, and with his brethren. And in those days Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, The number of names together were about a hundred and twenty. Men and brethren, this scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit by the mouth of David spoke concerning Judas, which was to guide to them that took Yeshua. For he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity, and falling headlong he burst asunder in the midst, and all his bowels gushed out. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem, insomuch as that field is called in their proper tongue Al-Sadama, which is to say, the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, Let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, and his bishopric let another take. Wherefore of these men, which have accompanied with us all the time, that Yeshua went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John to the same day that he was taken up from us, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. And they appointed two, Joseph, called Barsabbas, who was surnamed Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, Lord, you know the hearts of all men. Show whether which of these two you have chosen, that he may take part of this ministry and apostleship, from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. And they gave forth their lots, and the lot fell upon Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven apostles. Psalm 121.1-8 I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from Yahweh, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer your foot to be moved. He that keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he that keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper, the Lord is your shade upon your right hand. The sun shall not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. Yahweh shall preserve you from all evil, he shall preserve your soul. Yahweh shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth, and even forevermore. 
Proverbs 16.18 Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. I want to speak to you today from our New Testament portion from Acts chapter 1. And this relates to the Feast of Shavuot, or it's also known as Pentecost. So we recently celebrated Pentecost, or Shavuot, and the Shavuot was on the weekend of Friday night, or no, Saturday night, May 22nd at sundown, into Sunday, May 23rd. That was Shavuot Pentecost weekend. So what is this feast all about? It begins with when the Israelites left Egypt. And when they left, it was Passover. And the Lord instructed them to kill a lamb and put the blood on the doorposts of their homes and then to eat the lamb and to stay indoors all night. And then during the night, the angel of death passed over all the homes and any home that did not have the blood painted on the door frames of the home the oldest son in the home would die that was the very first passover the next morning they left and they went to egypt or the next morning the next morning they left and they followed the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night and exactly 50 days later they came to Mount Sinai. And when they came to Mount Sinai, Moses ascended to the top of the mountain, and he received the Ten Commandments on two stone tablets. He brought these Ten Commandments down to the people and read them and said, Will you follow this? The people said yes. This was basically a marriage ketubah. When he asked them, will you follow this? Will you obey this? Basically, this was Yeshua asking the people, will you marry me? And when they said yes, this was their I do. So from Passover to Shavuot is 50 days. And we did the counting of the Omer. And each day was one day, and then there were 50 days. So 50 is penta in Latin or Roman And so Pentecost is 50 days after Passover. So on Pentecost, Shavuot, is when the Ten Commandments were given to the people. But the problem was that they had hearts of stone. And so they couldn't receive these Ten Commandments into their hearts and live it out. When Moses went back up Mount Sinai, what did the people do? They constructed a golden calf and began to worship it and say, that's Yahweh. They went into spiritual adultery or idolatry. And so a couple of thousand years later, on the day of Pentecost, the same day that the Ten Commandments were given, the Holy Spirit was poured out and there were tongues of flames upon their heads and there was wind blowing through the room in that upper room. So what was happening there? The Word of God was being transformed into their hearts instead of it being external on two stone tablets. Now the Word of God is being written upon their hearts because now, instead of having hearts of stone, they have hearts of flesh. And so 
in Acts chapter 1, which sets the stage for the very next thing that happens in Acts 2, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in great power with signs and wonders. This happened on the same day that the Ten Commandments were given from Mount Sinai. So Shavuot and Pentecost are linked and tied together. And instead of having the word external on two stone tablets, now the word of God, the Torah, is written upon people's hearts by the Holy Spirit. Have a blessed day, and we will see you tomorrow. Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>